Hi, my name is Julia, and I'm a life coach, yoga teacher, astrologer, tarot reader, and Ayurvedic health coach. And although I wear many hats, all of these practices are connected, and they're all here to help us find more balance, more peace, more connectivity, and more health in our lives. So this is my podcast, Aquarian Times, and I chose that title because we're in a shift of ages and our needs are different now. And so this podcast is about helping us address the needs of the times, uh, me offering tools and tips for you to make your life easier, to understand the times, and to hopefully get some support. So you can reach out to me. There's info in the show notes, and I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks again for listening. Hey, this is Julia, and welcome back to Aquarian Times. Today is November 15th, 2023. This is episode 169. So hey, thank you so much for coming back to listen. Um, I wanted to talk about being you today. And I was going to call this, uh, or I'm calling this, how to be you. <laughs> and it's kind of a I'm laughing because because um, it's really not the easiest thing to do, right? Is to just be ourselves. Why? Because we are complicated. <laughs> We're complex. And um, we've also been given a lot of messages that who we are isn't okay, right? So from a very uh, early on in our lives... We may be coaxed in different directions by our caregivers, by our teachers, by our, who knows, uh, spiritual leaders, mentors, um, the people in our lives, right? The adults, when we're kids, have ideas about how they would like us to be. And so they, you know, will go about trying to make that happen. And as we, (laughs) as we age you know, depending on how much of that went on, we have a hard time figuring out who we really are. And uh, because we end up having these parts of us who are either trying to please uh, these role models in our lives and, you know, people please and become, you know, do what they say and, and we want them to love and like us. So we actually bend into what they have ascribe for us or we just completely have lost touch with who we are either because again it wasn't accepted it was criticized um, or we didn't have you know maybe role models to to show us uh, what it would be like to be the real us Um, I just an example comes to mind like um, like say you were Cindy Lauper <laughs> as a child and your parents were lawyers and I don't know, I, I don't know what her parents were. Um, but imagine if Cindy Lauper grew up in a world where, you know, kind of social gatherings that her parents went to or lack thereof, or who knows, you know, she wouldn't have an idea. She wouldn't have like an external idea of what she would suppose you know the true her really looked like unless she saw it 
in, you know, in the media somewhere, right? In like an artist or um, something like that, right? Like a musician that she went, wait a minute, that's who I am. That's how I am. And that's who I want to become. And that's who I will become, or that's who I can become, because that's who I am inside. And all these reflections of other people who aren't like me, you know, who it's confusing because I'm not like them and I don't know how to be me because, you know, I don't see a lot of examples of what that would look like. And if you don't know who Cindy Lauper is, uh, I don't, you know, she was popular when I was growing up. She was one of my favorite uh, musicians, but she's very like kind of eccentric, kind of punk rock, um, not punk rock, uh, punk maybe is, I mean, not, she wasn't punk, but her hair was like, you know, punk colors, like pink and green and stuff, (laughs) but she was like a misfit, you know? And, um, so, you know, it, it could be, uh, again, on our journeys, we're presented with this outer world that very often, or sometimes can, completely not at all reflect who we are and that's why some people make this amazing journeys from going from some small town in Oklahoma to like Broadway or to LA or wherever they end up right um where they just go far from their roots because somehow they were born into strangely into a you know system that just didn't reflect who they were and you know, so from an astrological perspective, this would all be in your chart, you know, this would all, this is not a mistake, you know, that you have the parents that you have, or you have the world that you were born into. Um, and what it looks like is you have obstacles to your true blossoming and becoming in your chart, right, that you have that you're up against, that you have to contend with in order to sort of peel back the onion layers and find out who you really are underneath all of the, you know, projection, facade, confusion, uh, lack of role modeling, um, criticism, um, or whatever the obstacles happen to be, right? So it's a journey that we're all on to some degree, uh, because every time we reincarnate here, that's the, that's the, um, that is the aim of the soul, is how can I actually become who I really am? And lifetime after lifetime, we face obstacles that we may or may not be able to overcome. And when we don't overcome them, and we don't become ourselves, we have to come back here and try again, you know, try again to find ourselves, try again to become ourselves. And again, this is kind of the maze, the, the labyrinth, right, that we're in is, you know, who am I? Which direction should I take? You know, who, what's my purpose? What's my calling? Who, uh, should I, you know, who's the right partner for me? Um, you know, and how can I fulfill my soul and, and be happy and feel fulfilled and come alive, right? That's the journey. 
And so, yeah, so, you know, it's, it can be really easy, very, very, very easy, again, especially for some of us, depending on, again, what, what's going on for you, your wiring and your, you know, karmic knots and all this, all these kinds of things, it can be really uh, challenging to find your way through this maze. (laughs) In this labyrinth, right? And, um, and you know, one example, uh, you know, of an obstacle that I can think of, I just, I was just thinking about this earlier today, is, I'm sure you heard the term, uh, keeping up with the Joneses, right? So it's another just flavor of obstacle that we have when we're trying to keep up with again, what everybody else is doing, um, and we succumb to that peer pressure, right? So peer pressure can hit us really hard in high school and, you know, in grade school and such, but it really can continue on, like, you know, throughout life, depending on uh, when if you can defeat this, uh, you know, monster, which is peer pressure, because it's just you know you can go into late later life you know always looking around and you know doing what you do based on what everybody else is doing not because it's what you want or because uh and it's because you don't know maybe what you want or you're rejecting it because you think it wouldn't be lovable or accepted and the reason you might think that is because at one point it wasn't lovable or accepted or maybe culturally, on a whole, it's not lovable and accepted to be what you are. And so we can become convinced that it actually would be in our best interest to just keep up with the Joneses, you know, just blend in, become like everybody else, follow, you know, um, a script, and uh, play it safe, you know, and not reveal um, who we really are, you know, but the truth is, is this gets older and older, (laughs) meaning it gets lonelier and lonelier when you live like this, because no matter what you do, you have dug yourself into this hole of becoming something that you're not. And how can you possibly call in, you know, true love, uh, the right job, um, you know, fulfill your life purpose when you're masquerading as somebody else, right? But again, this can be very hard to discern, very hard to figure out when you're on that path. And um, because again, there can be so many traps and, you know, one would be, you know, just the fear, like, what if I actually reveal who I am? What will happen? You know, um, And, you know, you could just be truly convinced, you know, because, again, you might be surrounded by people who, um, you know, uh, reify that belief. Like, say, it's your parents who are always like, no, you should play it safe. You should get that real job because you can't be an artist. (laughs) You know, you know, nobody will. Nobody will hire you if you're if you grow your hair out, young man or something like that. 
right? So you could listen to this quote-unquote bad advice, right, from the people around you who are oftentimes just, they think they have their best interest, they think they have your best interest in mind, but really they're just acting from their own fears and insecurities and, um, you know, likely haven't fulfilled their true selves because otherwise they wouldn't be projecting their fears onto you. So, yeah, it can be very confusing, right? If you're not only have this internal voice from your childhood or whatever, but then it continues throughout your life where you keep calling in people who are not, you know, they're not very keen on the real you. But that's when you kind of have to take that, you know, proverbial tennis ball and throw it at this glass ceiling that you and glass jar that you have basically um, erected around yourself, right? And because the fear is that if you do so, uh, you know, everything will come crumbling down. But this is actually your, this is your way. This is the way out of that prison of, you know, not being seen and not being able to be your true self. So what I want to come back to here is just this very fundamental rule that no matter how much conditioning you have no no uh, to the uh, to the contrary no much how no matter how much conditioning you have telling you that you should be like this you should do it this way you should conform you should keep up with the joneses you should you know, keep your hair short, you should, you know, wear these kind of clothes, whatever it is that, you know, throughout your life is being told to you, if you don't feel that that's true to you, and you don't listen to that voice, then you're always going to be in trouble. So the nexus point here is that feeling of this doesn't feel quite right and something's wrong and what do I do about it? (laughs) So, you know, again, if you want to, if you want to find your way out of this maze, you have to pay attention to this voice inside saying, this isn't, something's not right here. It could be very faint. It could be very, um, almost hard to locate and what you need to do is just pay attention and then you have to start to find out what it is that you really you know value and what do you really love and how do you really want to be and then you must embody it (laughs) so this is a process right It's a long process of finding ourselves. And, um, you know, again, some of the hardest parts is just that the people around us, they may not like that, you know. And we have to value ourselves more than those relationships. (laughs) And say, actually, I value my connection with myself more than I value keeping a connection with somebody who's keeping me small 
and keeping me stuck or wanting me to stay small and stuck, you know. And uh, even if it's scary, even if um, you don't know really the whole unfoldment of the whole thing, you just have to keep moving forward, uh, listening to yourself, protecting yourself, and following what the true you wants. And uh, again, it can just be a series of, of inquiry, you know, to get to who this person really is underneath, you know. So that's my episode for today. It's a short one. <laughs> uh, but I just wanted to talk about this today. Um, you know, one of the reasons that, um, you know, it's coming forward for me is I've been following, um, you know, I follow a lot of, you know, people I consider mentors and such, um, online, etc. And what I've been noticing is it's, it's like obviously a trend that we share more vulnerably, you know, not everybody, but the people that I follow do that. And it's become more and more and more that they are letting out their real selves. And I think part of this is because the prison, again, of staying trapped in, you know, something that doesn't represent who you are is really painful and very constricting and suffocating. And I think most people, you know, if they're working on that path of becoming free, that's, you know, taking those uh, constraints off oneself is the only way to do it, right? We are our last stand in terms of the gatekeeper, you know, to our happiness, right? Other people may have prevented us from happiness in the past, but when you get to a certain point in your life, you realize, actually, I am the one who has to be the gatekeeper here. I have to make the boundaries. I have to make the choices. I have to, you know, decide who's in my life, who's out, who who has the privilege of being, you know, part of my life, etc. And, uh, so that's, you know, becomes on us. And I just think that, you know, again, to be a good role model, a lot of people are realizing not only to be a good role model, but also to be able to be their full selves, they have to come out more and more, you know, and also the great service that it is to the rest of us when we all do this, right? We all get to see real people out there, not just, um, you know, coiffed, like, um, you know, procured, curated, uh, you know, airbrushed people. So there it is. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead and uh, find me on Patreon. Um, I'm going to drop some content in there about this this week. And, uh, of course, reach out if you're interested in working with me. I do astrology readings, tarot readings, life coaching, and wellness sessions and yoga sessions. So reach out, and I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks a lot for listening.